authority that God has given us to go into all the world to do what he's called us to do, that, uh, that, that there is a legal binding authority that we have in the name of Jesus to go and declare things in the world, as well as the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit that lives and dwells in us that he wants to outwork. So we have both this legal authority and this supernatural ability that God gives us. And this is really where, where we've been going. And there's been so much happening uh, in, in the lives of people within our church. You know, there's been people who are receiving miracles, right? Incredible things are happening. And there's also people who have had a real rough time of it over the last little while. But we stand upon what the Word of God says, that in all these things and through all these things, He will bring good. And his word will go forth and the gospel will be preached and his power will be outworked in all the earth. And so we're going to continue on that today a little bit. And today we're going to be talking about being ambassadors of Christ, ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. But before I get into that, we actually have a video that Chav's going to play in a minute. So this is from Dean. Dean is a part of the church over in Cobram. Uh, he's a police officer over in New America. His family have been in Cobram uh, since the end of last year, uh, beginning of this year. Incredible guy. They, they, he and his wife, they only uh, got saved very, you know, very early this year. But the passion of God, the fire of God is in these guys. And he's going to share a testimony with you guys about something that happened this week. And it's, it's got to do with exactly what we've been talking about over the last little while. So listen to this. It's awesome. Hey guys, um, for you who don't know me that well, my name's Dean. I just want to share something that's uh, happened today. Um, so basically I well, had to take my car to get a service um, and I was walking back home. As I was walking back home through one of the parks in Cobram, I got swooped by this magpie. Um, and you know, obviously magpie swooping, not so fun. So as I kept walking, I ended up um, at Mivo Park across from Ignite Life Church in Cobram, and I was gonna go around the park because um, I thought, oh, I don't wanna get swooped again if obviously magpies are in there. But as I was walking, I, I followed, I saw the path that leads, cuts through the park. I'm like, oh, look, I'll follow that and I'll walk through it. So I walked through it. And as I walked through, to my right was this, this lady, girl sitting there. She would have been maybe mid twenties to 30 just sitting, you know, 8.30 in the morning at, on the bench, just an everyday person. And I walked past. As I walked past, I felt Jesus telling me to turn around and go speak to her. Initially, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. My flesh just doesn't want to do that. But I took another couple of steps and he said, no, you, you, you need to turn around and go and speak to her. So I did. I, I immediately turned around and walked up to her. Um, and... I just, I just asked. I said, "Look, I. This might seem like a really random question, but do you have any any pain, any pain at all?" And um, she said, "Yeah, well, actually, I do." And she said that she had pain in her wrist, and she's had it for a few years now, and that um, from an injury, and that it's always been painful. And I asked her, if "She had, does she have the pain now?" And she said, "Yes." So, you know, I had introduced myself, I said my name's Dan, and asked her name, her name was Emma. And I asked her, can I pray for you? And she said, yes. So I placed my hand on her injured wrist and on, on her shoulder. And I just did a quick prayer, um, prayed for healing in the name of Jesus. And that 
the healing would come to glorify him. And I stopped the prayer, I finished the prayer, and I asked her, did you still have any pain? And she said, yeah. She goes, yeah, it's, it's reduced. Like, it doesn't hurt as much anymore. But I, then I said, do you, do you still have the pain? She said, yeah, a little bit when I, um, when I bend her a certain way. So I asked to pray again, and I prayed again, prayed for he- complete healing of all the muscles, all the, all, all the bones, and that it would be made back to the way he created the wrist to be, all for the name of him and the glory of him. Finished the prayer, and she looked at me in just disbelief and said, the pain's gone. And she thanked me. And I said, I, I didn't heal you. Jesus healed you. He healed you to show you the glory of him. And and that this is real. He is real. And she, we just got talking and, and, you know, that she had does have a belief in Jesus and, and in God, but she, she doesn't attend and we just got talking about it. And... I just wanted to share this with you because it was such an amazing thing. Just to, all I did, I was obedient to him. He told me to go back and speak to her. Initially, I didn't want to. I rejected it. But then I turned around. And as soon as I turned around and went up to speak to her, I knew that if she had any pain, that he would heal her for all for his glory. And... That's the biggest thing is I've not done anything. I've not read anything in the Bible that's brought this out in a way that um, there's no special thing I've done. All I did was obedient was was obedient to him and to what he was telling me to do. And there was no magic formula. It was just a basic prayer. I had faith, obedience in everything that he was telling me and he did the rest. There was no magic surge of power or anything that come out. It was just faith and obedience to what he was telling me to do. And all the glory to him. It was so amazing. And I believe everyone who called all of us to do this and anyone can do it. All you need to do is be obedient to what he's telling you to do. Just pray and listen. And he will answer in some way, shape or form. It wasn't this booming voice that come down it was just on my heart I knew what he was telling me to do and I did it and we can all do it and I pray that all of us at Night Life all around can be obedient to this we have so much knowledge all we need to do now is match our obedience with that knowledge and the power of Jesus will come through thanks guys Awesome. How incredible is that? The reason that, that we wanted to play this is this is a, a fulfillment of what we've been talking about over the last five or six weeks. The power and the authority of the name of Jesus at work in our local communities. Dean, he was here on, must have been Thursday, that he came in and he was just bad. He was so like full of energy and it, we had to sit, like calm him down and like so that we could do, do the video because he was just so pumped up about what God is doing. And I genuinely believe that things like this and moments like this are going to become more and more frequent, not because, as Dean said, not because we're going to do anything special because we are anything special, but because God wants us to understand the power and the authority that we have on this earth in his name to do these things and to bring these things about. As he said, all it took was obedience to what God spoke to him in that moment. And that's one of the things we've been talking about 
with being a true or a genuine disciple. It's someone who has heard the word, understood the word, and then become obedient to the word. And that was the stepping out and going back and talking to this girl, Emma. Uh, and it's, it's exciting. And like, we should all be excited about this stuff because it, it's beginning to happen because we're beginning to, to understand more of this power and the authority that God has given to us. And as Dean said, that there's always distractions and things that the enemy wants to use to distract us. As he said, he got swooped by a magpie at another park, and so he was going to avoid this one and go around. But, you know, God led him through there. And there's, there's always distractions. There's always something that the enemy is going to do to try and stop you from um, being focused in the moment. I was telling some of the guys um, this morning, uh, as, I was, as I was coming here this morning outside, getting in the car, I realized that uh, our letterbox has been stolen uh, again. This isn't the first time this has happened. It happened about this time last year. But last year, there was like four or five houses in our street whose mailboxes were missing and ours was just in a tree like a, a block down. And so it was all good, but couldn't find it anywhere this morning. I was driving to church hoping to find my mailbox and couldn't find it. So if you see a mailbox anywhere with one A on it, belongs to us. If you could just let me know, that'd be great. Got some... Anyway, all these distractions, like these silly things. And so that's what I was thinking about this morning. Like, well, where's our mailbox? I wasn't thinking about this or what I'm supposed to be doing. I was like, where's my mailbox coming? We've got a package is coming. It's important. Um, but anyway, there's always distractions. So enough distractions for now. So we're going to continue, as I said, with this whole discipleship, apostleship this morning about being uh, ambassadors for God and for his kingdom. So there's a particular scripture that, that describes our position within the kingdom of heaven and on the earth. And I believe God wants us to understand it and, and it fits in again with everything else we've been focusing on. Before we get there, we're just going to recap a little so we're all uh, on the same page. So one of the focuses has been uh, on understanding what both the words disciple and apostle mean in scripture. Now, neither of these words are unique only for Christians uh, in, in the, the, the Christian worldview. They were both common words used in their time. So a disciple essentially was a student. Uh, they would sit under a teacher and they would learn from them and they would grow and they would develop. And then a genuine disciple, again, someone who's heard, understood, become obedient to the word. And an apostle, simply put, uh, is somebody who has been sent with a message and with a purpose. That's it. Someone who's been sent with a message and with a purpose who has the authority to deliver that message to wherever it's going. It's a word that was used uh, for messengers of a king. So the, the king would appoint his messenger, the word used is apostle, and they would have the authority to go and deliver this message on behalf of the king. So when the messenger spoke, they weren't speaking out of their own authority or their own position. They were speaking on behalf of the king who sent them with a message. And so this is the same uh, word, that, again, that refers to us and to the apostles uh, in, in, in Scripture and now to us who have been sent with a message. We've been sent not just with our own words and not just with our own authority, but with the authority from the kingdom of heaven, the authority of God, the creator of all, has sent us with a message and a purpose. And when we speak, we don't speak on behalf of ourselves, but we speak on behalf of the kingdom of God in that moment, which means that whoever we're delivering the message to cannot... Uh, you know, they, they, they can't doubt our position because it's come from the king. It's come from the most high one. It, it's come from the most holy God. 
Right? And simply by being a messenger of the king, you go with the authority of the king to deliver that message. So in reality, an apostle is simply someone who's been sent with a message and purpose with authority. And see, this is, this is what we need to wrap our, our heads around. The position that we hold on this earth because of what God has said to us, because of what he's done for us, because of what he's done in us. We are no longer representatives of ourselves, essentially, but we are representatives of the kingdom of heaven. In fact, we are ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. Um, so in, in Luke chapter 6, verse 12 and 13, uh, says this, Now it came to pass in those days that he went out on the mountain to pray, says Jesus, and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called his disciples to himself and from Them he chose 12, whom he also named apostles. So this is, again, the moment in Scripture where where we see Jesus. He's calling his disciples to himself. It wasn't just the 12 who he called together to himself in that moment. There there was a larger group of disciples, and he called them to himself. But in that moment, he chooses the 12, whom in that moment he also named apostles. Meaning in that moment, Jesus gave the, 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 the 12 the authority to go and deliver the message. So in that moment, they became messengers and they were sent with the message. So that's why their title changes. Everyone else is still a disciple. They're still sitting under the teacher, learning and becoming obedient. But these 12 have received the authority to go forth with the message. So Jesus calls them apostles. He's saying, you now are my messengers and I'm sending you with the authority and with the power to go and do everything that I've called you to do. But the only reason that they were in a position to receive this authority was because they had spent time sitting under their teacher Jesus as disciples. And now they are being given a mission with a purpose. And see, that's, that's what we need to realize as well. That we need to begin in the discipleship stage. We, 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 we need to focus our attention and, and our lives around being genuine disciples. And as, as Kieran said before, and she felt this week she's been distracted and we're talking about distractions and there's always stuff that tries to take us away from what we should be focusing on, excuse me, in the Word of God. But it's when we take the time to sit as a disciple, as a student in the Word of God, in the presence of God. That's how we hear, obviously. That's how we gain understanding. And that's how we begin to live obediently to the Word of God when we're sitting in it. And it's not until we've done that and we've become obedient that He will then send us. Because he's not going to send someone who's not ready. He's not going to send someone who's not uh, obedient. Because who knows what would happen then. So it's it, it, the, 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 the sending out comes after the sitting under the word of God. Okay, which brings me to the scripture that, that I want to show you this morning found in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. Now there, there are two, script, uh, two verses in scripture that both use the word ambassador. We're just going to read this one this morning. So 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. 
As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So Paul speaking to the church at Corinth saying, I'm coming to you as an ambassador. We are coming to you as an ambassador of Christ. And we're pleading with you through us on Christ's behalf that you be reconciled to him. They're they're coming under the authority and in the position of an ambassador of Christ, an ambassador of the kingdom of God. Of God. And so the word ambassador is incredibly important in this because it provides us with a better sense and a better understanding of the position we hold in God's kingdom here on earth. It's not just a throwaway word. It's not just there for no reason. It's, it's there for a purpose. Okay. So what does the word ambassador actually mean? So I started looking up the Greek word because that's what we do, right? The Greek word simply meant to be an apostle. So that was a lot of help. Great start. It's simply meant to be an apostle. But according to the Oxford Dictionary definitions, there's, there's two. Right? A representative or promoter of a specified activity or an accredited diplomat sent by its state as a permanent representative. Let me say that again. An accredited diplomat sent by its state as a permanent representative. That's what an ambassador is, a permanent representative of the nation or state where they came from. So let's just break down that that, that slide. So first, an accredited diplomat, meaning you've been given full authority by the nation or by the state that sent you to speak and act on behalf of your home nation with full authority authority. As an ambassador, for for example, uh, say the American ambassador in, gosh, in Russia, I don't know, wherever, some other country. Russia's probably not the best example. Anyway, we'll we'll go with that anyway. Wherever the ambassador is sent, they're there permanently, and that person is the representative of the nation that they came from. If the people of that nation have a question for America, they go through the ambassador. If they, if they have a need or they want to make a deal or whatever with America, it starts by them going through the ambassador for that nation because he has been given all authority by the nation of America to stand in the position to make the decisions, to make the calls. It all has to go through him. He, the ambassador has been given full authority by his home nation to be in a position of authority and power wherever he has been sent to. He acts on, 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 with, with full authority. So as far as the new nation, wherever your place is concerned, you are the leader and your word goes as the ambassador. And secondly, and I love this, this is a permanent position. It's a permanent position. It's not a once-off thing that you get to do now or for a time, but it's from now until the end of your time, you hold this position of ambassador permanently. And see, that's what, what God has been, been trying to, to get me to, to get my, my head around this week is it's this 
permanent position of ambassadorship. It's not as if we can move in and out of it as we please. It's not like, okay, on, on Sundays and then maybe three or four days a week, I'm going to behave as an ambassador should. And then, and then on the other day, I'm just going to do what I want. And, and what I do on this day doesn't affect this. But no, no, the, the position is permanent. So what we do in, in any moment, on any day, as ambassadors of Christ, we're doing as representatives of his kingdom. And so this is what we, we need to, to, to grasp. It's this permanent thing. It's not a shift working job. It's a 24-7 thing that every moment of every day of our lives, once we have been, uh, once we've come into the presence of God, once we've encountered him, given our lives to him, sat under him as disciples, been sent out as messengers, And as ambassadors, it's this permanent position that we stand in and we walk in for the rest of our lives. It doesn't change. It doesn't move. It doesn't shift. It's permanent. So let's consider that uh, in light of, of these few scriptures. So John chapter 15, verse 19, Jesus says, If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. They are not of the world just as I am not of the world. And so Jesus is talking about his disciples and his apostles, his ambassadors in this moment. He's saying, though they are in the world, they are not of it, right? Like the American ambassador in Russia or whatever. He's in Russia, not of Russia. He's American. And so we are of the kingdom of God on this earth. We live here, we dwell here, but we are permanently of the kingdom of God. And that's where our authority and that's where our power comes from. That's where our identity is found in the kingdom of heaven. Yes, we have to dwell in this place, in this world as ambassadors, but we've been chosen out of this world to be a part of the kingdom of heaven. John 17 verse, oh no, that's the same one I just read. Don't worry. Philippians chapter 3 uh, verse 20, Paul says, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly await for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. For our citizenship is in heaven. That is the nation that we belong to. We, we, we are not of this world anymore. We are under the authority of the kingdom of heaven. And that's why we, we can walk anywhere on this earth, anywhere that he is called, with power and with authority because it doesn't come from this world. It comes from the kingdom of heaven. It comes from the higher nation. It comes from the most high place, the most holy place. And that is where our citizenship is. That is where we will dwell eternally. But it's just in this moment, during our time on earth, we are ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven on earth. We are not of the world. We are not of this earth anymore. We are of the kingdom of heaven, but we are permanent ambassadors and representatives of the kingdom of heaven in this world. See, so from, we are no longer of this world from the moment that we are born again through the salvation of Jesus Christ. We are no longer people who belong to or are controlled by this world, the kingdom of heaven. But we remain in this world as fully authorized 
and accredited and anointed ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. We are given full authority, and those are Jesus' words, to outwork all the things of the kingdom of heaven on this earth. As far as God and the kingdom of heaven is concerned, we, you, me, are fully-fledged ambassadors. Fully-fledged ambassadors means we represent wherever we are in every single moment the truth of the kingdom of God. We represent Him. We represent everything that He stands for. We are representatives of His love. We are representatives of His authority, representatives of His power in every moment of our lives. There's no day where where we are not an ambassador for the kingdom of God on this earth. And this this is what we need to get in our heads. And again, distractions. There's always distractions and there's always stuff going on and there's things that, 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 that want to take our focus away from, from, from our understanding that we are ambassadors for the kingdom of heaven. And there's days where we may not want to behave as ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. There's days where we might just want to chuckle that aside and just just do whatever the heck we want to do. And there's days where we're going to get angry and frustrated and want to lash out. And there's people that are going to drive us nuts. And there's, there's days that we're going to wish that we weren't ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. As bad as that sounds, there's going to be days where you're like, I, I wish I didn't have to do this. I wish I could just do whatever the heck that I want. But we need to remember that we are always, we are permanent ambassadors of the kingdom of of heaven, of God's kingdom on earth. The choices that we make, the words that we speak, all that we do as citizens and representatives of his kingdom, we do as ambassadors. And so, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a pretty big job. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty important job. Like if you're the ambassador for your nation in another country, you're, it's, it's important, right? What, what you do matters. You can't just haphazardly like agree to whatever country wants without thinking about it because who knows how much debt you're going to put your nation in. or You, know, you, you can't just, just go out and, and be wherever you want and do whatever you want because there's going to be people watching you because you are a representative and an ambassador of whatever nation you come from, from us, the, the kingdom of God. And so for some reason this week, I was thinking about ambassadors, obviously, and the, the only person that, that kept, kept coming to my mind, um, and I don't know why, is, um, is Subway Jared. Do, do any of you guys remember Subway Jared? Like when I was growing up, every, like Subway, the sandwiches, right? Subway Jared was the ambassador for Subway sandwiches for like 15 years. Every single ad, every single marketing campaign, everything in the papers, like it was this dude, Jared, and it's like Jared Fogel, I think was his name, but no one knows that. They just know him as Subway Jared. It was, it was who he was. This dude was the face of Subway. All the stores would have like a picture of Subway Jared, you know, and that was just, he was the ambassador for Subway. He was the man, like whatever he did, whatever he said about Subway, he was the representative because like he was a big dude uh, who'd lost a lot of weight and he accredited it to Subway sandwiches. So they, they put him as the face, like, look what we did. We created this guy, Subway Jared. Like, I don't know why I was thinking of this guy, but anyway, so for 15 years, this guy was the ambassador for Subway. Every ad, every campaign, he was the walking, talking face of Subway. And it kind of got me thinking about the privileges and benefits as well as the conditions of being uh, an ambassador. So, I mean, as the face of Subway, this dude would not have had to pay for Subway ever again. Essentially, he would be eating for free every single day Subway. And I love Subway. 
So for me, I think that that's fantastic. Like if I could get free Subway every single day, man, I'd be, or maybe not every single day, but you know what I mean. Like I, I love it. I love Subway. Every time I go there, uh, I get the same thing. And it's going to sound weird, but I get meatballs and chicken fillets and then cheese and just a little bit of onion. Not toasted. Keep it fresh. Delicious, right? It's fantastic. I can't, I can't not get it. It started um, years ago. Me and Bowen, like, this like, gosh, over 12 years ago when Subway was first here, one of our friends worked there. Me and Bowen just went in there. We were just being silly. Like, we want every kind of cheese on this thing. Like, we're just being sure We want chicken fillets and meatballs and every kind of cheese. We're like, can you do this? She's like, yeah, yeah. So we ate it and, like, I got hooked. I don't have every kind of cheese now, just, just one kind of cheese. But, man, I'm hooked on it. So if you ever want to, you know, if you want to buy me lunch one day, Subway, meatballs, chicken fillets, cheese, be great. Thank you. So, um, so this, this would have been one of the privileges for Subway Jared being an ambassador for the company. He would have eaten for free. Got to love it. So in the same way that Jared received privileges and benefits of being ambassador for Subway, so do we as ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. Okay? We have free access at all times to the presence of God. We have the same authority Jesus had on this earth, meaning we speak on behalf of God and his kingdom. We have great confidence in the eternal hope of heaven, life after we leave this earth. We get to work side by side with the one who created all things. And these are just a few of the many benefits of being an ambassador of the kingdom of God. But, but, but think about that. That, that. that dude, Subway Jerry, could have walked into any subway anywhere in the world. They would have known his face and they probably would have fallen before him and just handed him his favorite sandwich and like free refills on drinks. And like this dude would have been living like a king in Subway. Anywhere else, not so much. But in the place that he was an ambassador, living like a king. And we represent the King of Kings, the Most High God, has called us as ambassadors of His kingdom on this earth. And so we get to experience and live in all of the privileges and the glory of the kingdom of heaven, even while we're here on earth. It's not something that we have to wait for. It's something that we get to live in and experience now, the privileges of being an ambassador of the kingdom of God. However, it also comes with conditions, as all ambassador roles do. Um, You may wonder why Subway Jared is no longer the face of Subway. Some of you will know. Uh, We'll just say that he failed to uphold the values of the company. We'll just, we'll leave it at that, all right? He failed to uphold the values of the company. And as a result of failing to uphold the values of the company, he was stripped of his ambassadorship. And so in the same way as ambassadors of God's kingdom, what he expects from... Like, there's an expectation upon an ambassador. Because again, it's, it's an important position. Like, you, you've, you've, you've got to uphold the values of your nation or, or whoever you're representing. So as ambassadors of God's kingdom, what he expects from us is that we, to the best of our ability... At all times, excuse me, live up to the standards and goals of the kingdom. I spoke a couple of weeks ago. You know, we were talking about uh, obedience, 
and, and understanding that, that obedience doesn't require perfection in, in, in the kingdom of God. He doesn't, obedience doesn't require perfection. Obedience is us to the best of our ability every moment of every day trying to uphold the values and live according to the word of God. He understands our humanness. He understands the world that, that, we're, that, that we live in. So he doesn't, it's not this perfection that he expects of us, just genuine obedience, right? And it's, 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 it's the same with this. Like we, we do our best at all times to the best of our abilities to live up to the standards and goals of the kingdom. Remembering everything that we say and do, we no longer do simply as ourselves, but ambassadors. With authority and power, we are called to be at all times a living expression of the things of the kingdom of God on this earth. And this is who we are permanently. This is who we are every day for the rest of our lives, ambassadors of Jesus. That everywhere we go and everywhere we step, we are representatives of the power and the authority of kingdom. We are representatives of the love of God. People who come into contact with an ambassador should experience something from that nation or from wherever they, they come from. There should be something different about that person. And, and whatever circumstance we're in, whatever place that we're in, we are representatives of the kingdom of God. Ken, I, I, don't, I hope you don't mind, Cam. I'm just going to share a little bit about what, what you told me earlier. Is that okay? So just before the service, I was, I was talking to, to Ken and he told me about an experience that, that, that he had this week and we'll get him to do a testimony video and give you the, the, the full thing as well. But essentially he was in hospital for a few days this week and had to go through some stuff. He's got some, some health challenges, which we continue to, to pray for. But he was in hospital for, for three days and during that time in hospital, he was in, in a room with, with, with another guy and conversations, all, all this stuff. And, and Ken is sharing the love of God. And the, the, this other man's wife was, was a devout Christian and followed God, but this man had never really done it himself and can led him to this place of understanding where now this man wants to experience the love of God because Ken showed it to him. He, he took the role of ambassador into this place where he didn't want to be, right? It's not, it's not a great place to be, but he, in that place and in that moment, he was an ambassador of the kingdom of God, a representative of the truth of God's love and his power and his authority. And this is, this is for all of us. This is what we need to wrap our heads around. And, and it's for me just as much as anyone else, because there's days where, 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 where I don't want to step out and I don't want to do what Dean did and go and talk to some random person in the park because I find it super awkward and I'm not the most confident guy. But, but we need to wrap our heads around this, that in the moment where God calls us, we need to step out in obedience because that's what is required from us as disciples and apostles and ambassadors. If, 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 if the nation where you're an ambassador from calls you and says, hey, we need you to have this conversation with this person. We need you to set up this trade deal. We need you to end this relationship with whatever it is. You need to obey the nation that you came from. And that's for us. We need to obey the word of God and the Holy Spirit when he speaks to us in, in, in those little moments of, of every day. And for me personally, I, I can think of and God convicted me of it this week. There's, there's something that that I haven't done that he told me to do quite a while ago that I haven't done yet. And, and, and I need to be obedient to that. There's someone that, that I need to go check in on and make sure they're doing okay. But I've been lazy. 
You want to know how lazy? The dude lives next door to me. That's how lazy I've been. I might as well be honest with you. Like, but, but why? Why, why am I like that? It's like, oh, I don't want to. I just want to go home. I just want to do my own thing. I just want to relax. I just want to take it easy. God say, no, just, just, just go talk to the dude. And, uh, you know, keep me accountable. Ask me about it in, in a week or so. Make sure I've done it. Check in on me, right? Make sure I'm fulfilling my role. And see, that's what we can do as well for each other is, is encourage each other in this role. Yeah, it's not that we, we are not isolated in this. We are in this together, all of us in this room, all of you guys listening on the live stream, together we are ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. We, 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 we work together. We, we, we do it together. We encourage each other. We uplift each other. We pray for each other. We pray with each other. We go and behave as ambassadors and act as ambassadors together it's not this thing of isolation right even though we 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 are in this world and not in the kingdom of heaven right now we we are in it together and that's what i what i love about the things that we're trying to do and set up and this mums and bubs thing and all the stuff that's going on is 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 being done with the intention of creating community so that we as ambassadors of the kingdom of god can outwork all the things that we've been called to do and dean's testimony man that 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 really encouraged me this week and I hope it encouraged you too and you know let's just be willing this week to listen to that little voice inside and the Holy Spirit and who knows who God might might want you to go pray for he might just want you to go talk to someone it might not be a a healing thing but but you can like can talk to somebody about the love of God and they can experience the kingdom of heaven through you and I and that's what we're called to do. And that's what I believe God is preparing us for. He, he's shaping us and he's making us and molding us with, 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 with a different understanding. You know, we've had this understanding and this focus for a while, but he's shifting that. You know, the whole school of the supernatural thing that we've been doing, it's challenging us to begin to step out, understanding the authority and the power that we have as ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. This is who we are. We are ambassadors, a permanent representative of the kingdom of heaven here on this earth. I love it. I I, I love the, the purpose that we're called to. Let's pray. Father God, Lord, we thank you for this life that you have called us to. Lord, we, we all know that you don't actually need us in the sense that you could just do it, but you choose to use us. You have chosen to fill us with the Holy Spirit. You have chosen to send us out as your messengers in this world. And you have chosen to give us the the, the position of ambassadors in your kingdom, of your kingdom. And Lord, clear our hearts and our minds of all distraction, of all rubbish, of all fear, of all 
anxiety. And Lord, fill us with a boldness that comes only from you. And Lord, help us to be aware and focused in every opportunity that that you give to us to represent your kingdom on this earth. And Lord, my prayer for every person here and every person listening is that over the coming weeks, we would all have our own personal testimony of how you used us to speak to somebody about your love, to help somebody come to know you, or of how you brought miraculous healing in Jesus' name. Because that's what you want to do on this earth. And that's what you want to do through us. Lord, help us. Continue to teach us. And Lord, we we are so excited to be a part of what you're doing here in this place. Father, have your way in us. Holy Spirit, may, may your voice just become so clear to each and every one of us that every day we would recognize you speaking. And Lord, we thank you again that you've called us to be ambassadors for your kingdom, given us the power and the authority to go forth and do what you've called us to do. Thank you, Jesus. In your mighty name we pray. Amen.